Anyway. Okay, let's get started. Okay, well, I guess we can do that. Five. Four. Three. Two. And one. What? Hello, world. Here's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Welcome back, listeners. As you can see, it's only Veronica and I again. My name is David Auger. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. Joined, as always, by Veronica. Yeah, I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. Beth is not with us. She probably won't be with us uh, next week either, unfortunately. Uh, she just has work, work stuff going on. That's okay. Schedule doesn't quite match up. Uh, but we are the Happy Hour regardless. Yeah. At happyhour on Twitter.com. Happy Hour Pod on Instagram, which is back up. <laughs> uh, YouTube.com slash Happy Hour and Happy Hour. Oh my hour God, shit. Yeah, that's dot right. com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today, Facebook ceased to exist for a few hours that included instagram and that included whatsapp for all the people that use whatsapp still oh my god that's the only way that i have to get in touch with um south american people that i work with they don't answer anything but they answer whatsapp well now look what happens i know i'm glad i didn't have to connect with south america today yeah, that's kind of weird, South America. Why, why WhatsApp? Because there's so I much- I do not know. They don't answer email. They won't answer texts. They don't answer their phone. But if you send them a WhatsApp, you got an answer like that. Everybody's Crazy. on WhatsApp. Crazy. My mom with her sister before um, my aunt passed away last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They talked every day on WhatsApp. And it's like, and my mom finally got to the point where I would be calling her and I'm like, why don't you answer me? Like, what's going on? Mm, 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 mm. And she said, are you using WhatsApp? I'm not going to answer if you don't use WhatsApp. Oh, how about that? Mm-hmm. Holy cow. It's a really big deal. It's it's very big in South America, just like Iron Maiden. Yes. I can. Yes, that I can totally attest to. <laughs> um, let's see what else happened today around the world. I think just that. Uh, the new Tony, the Soprano movie came out. Yes! I'm probably going to watch that eventually. Oh my god, I haven't seen it yet. Haven't watched it either. I've been too busy I'm catching up on... I watched both the trailers and I kind of think I don't have to watch the movie now. Yeah, but Ray Liotta. I know. You mm-hmm. know who he plays? I'm not sure. Dickie Moltisanti. Ooh. Christopher's father. I was going to say... Jesus. Yeah. Or Christopher's grandfather. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. I imagine his fascia. That's the case. <laughs> um what the fuck? Why do I look like a red person? Okay, I'm gonna try you to gotta, this as- whatever you like we were saying before we recorded, whatever you do to adjust things, it's too much. <laughs> it's too much adjustment. Like, otherwise, oh my god. Okay, sorry folks. Bear with us. Everyone can marvel at my water bottle. Oh, look at that. Okay, now I have darker hair. Let's try that. Perfect. That looks much okay. more good. I like that one okay. way okay. better. Okay. Keep that in mind. <laughs> um, yeah, so this, this is my uh, water bottle for hockey. <laughs> it's green. It is green. So there it is. Hence the green screen. Um, so we have Habs news, of course, uh, aside from... All the Sopranos stuff that's going on. And uh, training camp is continuing. Preseason is well underway. We have had preseason bouts. 
Oh boy, how about those games? So the last time that we recorded, the Habs utterly devastated the empire of the Maple Leafs. Five to two. The dark empire. Just an absolute embarrassment for the almighty Toronto Maple Leafs, whose documentary has been widely watched now. Have you watched it? Have you watched it? I cannot. I refuse to use Amazon Prime. Oh, you told me that you were going to watch it and you were going to drink in every single moment. I will at some point once I have moments to to drink with them in. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just... I got to pirate shit again. I have to figure out how to pirate stuff again. So. Oh, okay. I thought you had Amazon Prime Video. No, I I, I refuse to use Amazon. Yeah. I'm done with Fuck it. There is there is not that it, it would take it would take an act of God for me to have to order something on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I have a- Amazon Prime because like four or five years ago, no, maybe two three years ago. I um, was ordering something on Amazon for work. Mm-hmm. I needed it really fast. Uh-oh. And so I got Prime. Oh. I added it onto my Amazon account. And then I realized, oh, I get this movie service or whatever, this streaming service mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by having Amazon Prime and having it delivered at, to my house in like two days or whatever it is. And so that's the only reason that I have it. And I've kept it up because quite honestly, I like a lot of their shows. They do have a lot of I good shows. I hate Jeff Bezos. He's a fucking twat. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. And if he was never born, we'd be in a better place today. That's true. Kind of like Hitler. It's a sexist insult, I think, but I, I, I picked it up from um, Ted Lasso. That's a what insult? A sexist insult. Which one? Call somebody a twat. Oh. I don't I know. Mm, I don't know. I like it. Mm. I've been I using like it. it. I like yeah. it, too. Okay. Uh, since we last recorded, uh, the the all or nothing thing came out, and we got to relish and the losing. Uh, oh my! Like like, so much happened. Like the cross check thing came out too, right? We, right. We, we see that they're actually hammering down on cross checking. Never mind boarding, however. Yeah. Who cares? Like freaking Pazetta and just, oh my God. It, what an awful game that was against the Senders. And we'll talk about that briefly because there's not a yeah. whole lot to talk about. Regardless, <laughs> cross checks so far are being called left, right, and center. Um, I think it it's was a Mitch, new slashing. I think it was Mitch Marner that mentioned, um, I, it was just such a, like that, whatever he said, it's like, well, no wonder they don't get out of the first round. Where he was saying, oh yes, I agree with oh the cross checking. It's so soft. It's so embarrassing. It's dangerous to play the game. And like, I can understand what he's saying. And I can see in 10 years or sooner, cross checking may be something considered uh, in, in the same vein as like enforcers and fighting and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. It's going in that direction. But by that time, Mitch Marner will be a retired hockey player. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit embarrassing, that comment. And I'm yeah. quite sure that he didn't intend it imagine? to be sort of so privileged and entitled oh. or whatever the fuck. But it was, yeah, it was embarrassing. It's just like, dude, you're just like, you're so soft. 
You're it's just like, like giving up how soft your team is. It's like the te- it's like the entire league has to change in order for the Maple Leafs to succeed. It's like that that's pretty much what you're telling <laughs> us right now. And cross-checking is horrible. Yeah. But it's just like you all of the teams are living with it. That's right. So don't they be all such are. a freaking snowflake. God. That was such a leaf. Man. Good lord. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, let's start that. Instead of snowflake, let's say leaf. Stop being such a leaf. So, <laughs> the Habs uh, faced off against the Sanders twice since we recorded on uh, August 1st and, and, no, October 1st and October 2nd. Uh, different lineups for each one. On October 1st, we had the, it was Drouin, Anderson, and Dvorak. For Dvorak! Yeah, Dvorak. Making, him, making a bit of a name of himself. If only we could see Hoffman as well. Because Dvorak is steady Eddie. That guy, you kind of already get a sense of what he's going to put in every game. Oh, yeah. He's all business. Yeah. All business. Dvorak. No. Yeah. No mussing around at all. Uh, no. Jonathan Drouin is back. Hello. That guy. Hello. Unfortunately, all he's doing is gaining assists. So we're going to have somebody at a press mm, conference tell him that he's not count. getting any goals. So then he can have <laughs> another nervous breakdown and not play again, oh, which no. is totally Dude, not what happened. Okay. People that like are falling over themselves, feeling bad about bullying Jonathan Druen online. Are you fucking insane? You matter yeah. nothing to him. Yeah, Media but still, especially. Let, let them feel bad because it's it's a shitty thing to do. Yeah, well, I guess. <laughs> I always say, like, fucking, if somebody was following me around at work and and calling me names and threatening my family and whatever the hell, every time I made a mistake, it's it, it kind of sucks. Again, I'm sure he doesn't see any of that shit, but it might come back to him. The but only, they're not—they're uh, not so important that they caused um, his temporary absence from hockey. Yeah, no, no, no. Jonathan Thrawn—he—he he had mentioned he's been dealing with anxiety for years to the point that it gives him insomnia. That's a bit different from you know going online being like, "Oh no, stats aren't good. Oh no, someone didn't like how I played tonight." Yeah, he's. Way, oh no, the guy who's washing the. More chip perf- crumbs off his belly on his yeah, couch. Yeah, doesn't think I played scratching well. the Doritos out of his beard. Or woman. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Um, I'm so sick of that narrative, and I'm I'm I just want it to stop because it's so stupid. My <laughs> brain yeah. is decaying because of you people. Stop. I don't have that many brain cells left. I drink them away every night at the beer garden. Oh. <laughs> Fun weekend. Fun weekend, by the <laughs> way. Man, man, are we going to town? All right. Anyway, uh, so Habs drop a what seven to two decision to the Senators on Friday. <laughs> yeah, I oh my god, it, it was awful, it was pretty, awful, pretty awful, awful. <laughs> uh, Sammy Niku, he's the guy that got boarded, so he's injured out. Uh, Chris Weidman, though, right? Christian, Chris, Christian, Chris. What's his name? Chris, Chris? Weidman. Uh, yeah, yeah. great game. Of all things, he's actually been pretty good, you know, through all all the games. He's standing out in a good way. Gooley looks good. Uh, He gone. 
Yeah. Isn't he? I believe so. I'd have to... Yeah. I, I was checking up some notes, but yeah, I think he's been sent. Yeah. Maybe. I think it was like the second to last cuts, the penultimate cut. Okay, okay. He got cut. Gotcha. Uh, notably, so notably, uh, Victor Mete in a seven-goal game, zero points. Okay, so that makes sense. Don't cancel us. Par, cancel par for the, oh no, I already was, you know, by, by, by the usual <laughs> suspects. By all of them, so they're not yeah, watching. So they're a bunch of fucking morons anyway. Uh, David Savar, a minus four that night. <laughs> oh no. I'm sure he will improve on that later. <laughs> One can only hope. My God. What an awful, awful game. Uh, Jake Allen yeah. was supposed to play the entire game. They pulled him for the third. Who was? So sorry? Jake Allen. Oh, Jake Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulled him for the third. Uh, put in um, that Poulin kid, whom... Kevin? Yeah, Kevin Poulin. And he, over the course of the week, he's not... I don't recall, did they put him on waivers? Did they release him? I don't remember now. Because the I first shot... Because the first shot against Poulin goes in. And it's like, Jesus Christ, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. Bad game. You race by uh next game have it's not a real game it is it's not a real game it's it, the game's not real until fucking april so yeah. nothing matters it's real for the coaches that's nothing it. matters until april it's real for yeah. everyone else in the organization <laughs> except for veronica beth and i <laughs> come april is the actual game we're on that's break it. until then right around my birthday god damn tim stutzle for the Senders on Saturday night in the rematch, uh, opens up the scoring, of course. That son of a bitch. Did he dive? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But no, Stutzla, he's, oh my God, he almost led the team in minutes. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's, Stu he's Stutzla's okay. good kid. Whatever. Great player. Good job. He's a diver. Yeah. That's the only bad thing about him. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. And then Branch. He's a with diver. Ooh. Yeah, Embarrassing. One of them kids. And who? Comes back to the Habs in glorious form. Brendan Gallagher gets the equalizing goal. Followed, of course, by Nick Suzuki. Nick in the, Suzuki! In the third oh my period. god, that was a bad goal by that goalie. Oh yeah, 21 Oof. seconds into the third. And yeah. then the Habs hunkered down. Um, Right, so on Saturday, it was uh the Suzuki-Gallagher and Foley line. That's right. And then oh, Ryan yeah. Paling. The curious showing case. much improvement. And then he fell off a cliff because he was nowhere to be seen on that Friday night game. And then he was, eh, okay on Saturday. Now, I don't know what to make of him. Yeah, sure. He's apparently matured, maybe off the ice. I don't know as much on the ice, though. Thank God he hasn't had a concussion yet in the preseason. Oh, I almost called you Robbie. <laughs> oh, Dave. I'm just saying that has oh, happened. Geez. Play the game. Yeah, Learn to play the game. It. Don't be soft. God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> That's I've seen improvement. I, nothing has like blown me away. Mm-hmm. But I've seen improvements, and also I, I just kind of think that for this for this player, nerves are a big deal. Like oh, they so? really, as 
again, like I said last week or the couple of weeks ago, as somebody who deals with anxiety mm -hmm. and sort of pressure to perform, I guess, like that kind of thing, that kind of thing can really get to you. And that's what I, that's what I recognize in this player. I might be totally wrong. I might be totally talking out of my ass, but that's the, the thing that I always pick up from this player, which is why it was so impressive to me, the way that he sounded in his first media availability at the camp, because he just sounded so resolute mm -hmm. and sort of aware of his reality and shortcomings, which is a huge virtue. Like that is a huge thing to understand about yourself. So that's what I kind of see in Ryan Paling. And so I, I, it, like, I just kind of want him to overcome that because he's obviously a talented player. For but I think sure. he's, he's, he's made like, like huge um, inroads or whatever since last season, last camp or whatever. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a camp, whatever. Yeah, I think. Um... Preseason. One, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I believe he may have actually worked out this past uh, summer as opposed to the previous summer where he was as, like, as I didn't, I didn't, nothing? <laughs> I didn't prepare at all. It's like, are you fucking like, what insane? Fuck you, what? Really? Oh my God, Jesus. it's your job. Yeah, you're not a state worker, you know, Jesus. No. <laughs> anyway, um, so going over the uh, news from the Habs themselves over the past week, uh, Aden, Adanil Sobolev has been cut. He is back to the OHL, a defenseman. Didn't hear a thing about that poor kid. No. Anyway, moving on. Oh, we don't need that. I could just skip past that. Uh, medical updates on Norlander and Price. Um, Ooh, scandal. So Price is not expected to start now. Sounds a whole lot like, mm, I don't know, 2017, 2018, when they're saying, oh, yeah, Price, oh, will, no, Price it's will be back fine. soon. Price will be back soon, and then get near to the deadline and the no, same. no, ah, it's not the same thing. Actually, he's not, he's not going to do that actually. So too bad. Uh, so there it is. Now, Norlander was Norlander in either game Friday and Saturday. I'm trying to recall. Now we were just looking at them. I have no idea. The problem with watching these preseason games, like I've been, I got NHL center ice now for my uh -huh. TV. So I don't have to be throwing things to the TV from my iPhone, uh -huh. but, um, so watching it on the big screen and I was watching it, um, with Robbie, with my boyfriend and, um, I don't recognize any of the numbers. It's so hard Norlander. to keep up. I, like, I know when Gallagher's out there because you know, <laughs> yep. everybody knows how he skates and he, he just looks like Brenda Gallagher, but it's just so many numbers that I didn't recognize. Who's got Mete's number. Is that Misak? Mishak? Yeah, I'd be Mishak. Yep. Yeah, I finally is, learned that one. Who looks incredible. Yeah, too. he's great. They he's sent, great. I think, didn't they send him to the OHL? He's going to murder people in the OHL. He's going to be great down there. I'd have to double check <laughs> it, but I'm pretty sure that's where he is. Murder. Um, so Norlander didn't play in either game, despite being reportedly available for the weekend game. So we'll have to double check on that. Of course, I'm going through the news okay. and I got to see if maybe they move the poor kid. So, okay, lines mm. and blah, blah, blah. Okay, then we get to what you had highlighted last week. National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. Yeah. Habs uh, had a statement. The whole league went into it. That's very good. Tricolor said, hey, buy stuff from us and we'll give 10% of the profits to 
such and such organizations. And nobody liked that. They're saying, oh, they should give 100% of the profits. Yeah. Is, yeah, true. But anyway. I mean, um, what, the, what the fuck are we going to do here? Yeah, exactly. I it agree, was but... a true of everybody that I know and spoke to on or after that day. It was a true day of reflection. It was really cool to talk to other people about what they were doing that day or what they were learning about or where they were donating and why and stuff that, I mean, it's shameful, but stuff that like there, there's stuff that it's, it's something that we really know so little about and just sort of the atrocity of the reality is, um, was a real kind of eye opener. And, um, it's just, it's so atrocious and it's kind of so shameful that people just go, it's just, you know, that happened. It's something that happened. It's so awful that, um, history is important. All of history. Yeah. Not just the people who wrote the stuff in Excyclopedia yeah. Britannia. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Britannia. <laughs> because, like, you're not going to find any of that shit in an American textbook. You're going to get uh, Trail of Tears. You're going to get uh, the Louisiana Purchase. And that's it. Done. Yeah. You're going to get reservations at some point, you know? Yeah. So. Well, and it's important. Um I, I think how um, we're trying to, as a nation, to highlight it and make it like make it so. There was a it's, it's way off, like super way off topic. But when I sup- when I first moved to Vancouver, um, or shortly thereafter, there was a horrible, <laughs> like world famous, horrible, shameful case about. Um, these two uh, farmers in Chilliwack who like, it was a well-known thing that they took um, First Nations sex workers out to their farm and murdered them like in the hundreds. And it was just a thing that everybody knew about and nothing happened about it for, for years and years until finally somebody listened and went and investigated and went in. But it's just like, that's the kind of thing that you're like, people don't matter. You know, it's just mm-hmm. so, it's so hurtful. Um, like that girl that went missing and was found unfortunately dead. Uh, in the states a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah, because social she had a social went media about her. Yeah, because she, she a... was a pretty young blonde girl. Yeah, and white. Let's not forget. Um, I don't think they anyway. caught the guy yet. No, Dog the Bounty Hunter is after that guy. Like I don't. I thought his name was Doug. First of all, I have no idea. But it's just. Oh. Um. So. Thank God she was found and her family has that. But, but 
The Let's, coverage. How she was found, too. And we'll get to the coverage, which is more important to the topic. But she was found because some guy was recording video of, like, a trip he took. And he was editing the video afterwards. And he happened to notice the van that they were driving in in one of his clips. Complete happenstance. So. And the Fucking, like, authorities, like, if we want another reason to talk about, like, defunding the police, it's like, what the fuck are they good for? What's going so, on? They can't find okay. this kid that looks like he's scra- Oh, mm. okay. So just point of clarity. Yes. I watched a 48 Hours about this or a Dateline about this just last week. And so what this this couple are also like a van, whatever they call themselves. Yeah, the like, van living know, Van, people. caravan, like van uh, vacationers van or whatever. Van nomad something. something. Yeah. My, I have so, two friends that are like that too. Yeah. And that, that van that they were traveling in actually looks really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. It has, um, yeah. Yeah. But so, and they weren't more, they weren't such more like such van people as like bus people. Like this was a bus that they had decked out. But, um, so they, they remembered seeing them. They remembered seeing them when they saw everything on the news coverage. And so what they are, are YouTubers. So they film, they have like a dash cam or whatever, and they film their travels and they put it up on YouTube. And so when they, saw her on the news they went back to look at their footage and discovered that yes the van was in their footage and that's what led the tip to the cops but the cops have been in the fucking swamps of florida for two weeks looking for this guy he's not fucking there he's in mexico he's somewhere else or or it is dead it is fucking crazy because as soon as like she was reported missing the guy, like, denied any involvement and suddenly vanished. It's like, what? <laughs> what the fuck do and you his mean? his family reported him missing after three days. It's just, it's, it's... No. It, it's beyond... I mean, it's Florida. Okay, number one. It's also Florida, so let's keep that in mind. Not everybody in Florida is firing on all two cylinders that they have down there. And it's just... It, the, the first thing you have you have to understand that if a lady goes missing and only the dude came back, he fucking killed her. Yeah, she is dead. The guy. Murder, absolutely. Yeah. It's just like what. The, and just, the other thing oh. that came up in this doc, in this Dateline or Forty Eight Hours or whatever, was that and this this police video came out after. She was reported missing or found dead. I'm not quite sure. But these people at a gas station saw him beating her. They called 911. And that's why there's police footage of them stopping their van. She's in tears, blaming herself for what happened. Will not will not admit to the cops that he hit her. But she's blaming him herself for being angry and hard to get along with and whatever the fuck it's just like and the cops just said okay well on your way then no what they did was they separated them for the night they put him in a hotel and gave her the van but then they got back together and then he killed her so well that's what you get when you put Allegedly. some guy with a 
high school diploma and give him a badge and a gun and he figures oh i know how to solve this relationship <laughs> i don't want to blame spat. the cops for this because they really didn't have anything to go on right i mean they had the they had the 911 call you might as they... well have sent then you might as well have sent them a bear a bear would have done as much good in that situation Hello, Officer Bear. Oh, okay. We'll be on our way. Done. Same exact thing. And they thing almost happened. arrested her because she admitted to hitting him. You're not helping my case. <laughs> they almost arrested her because she admitted to hitting him. She wouldn't say that he hit her, but she was like so anguished. It's just like uh, this like, gets into a higher you need conversation. More skills. Yeah, you need more skills. It's not only that. It's also the dynamic of man versus women, woman, and oh, the, that yeah. this whole is just like, this fucking thing. This is a whole thing. other podcast. Oh, my Thanks, God. Listeners. Yeah. We anyway. Podcast, Dave. An absolute fucking tragedy that it was a national phenomenon. And never mind the oodles of people, young, old, that go missing, you know, every day in the United States. But just because we had a cute girl that had a social media following, we have to, you know, drop all our fucking bags and look for and her. her whole and still not find her! Was phony. Yeah. We're so happy and perfect. That's a whole other conversation. Fa- yep. Facebook and Instagram went down today. Thank and, fucking um, God. And should have yeah. stayed down and burned in hell. Because of the There's a lot of- came out about um, studies about Instagram and how it lends to particularly with teenage girls. Sophia had this. Sophia had this when she was in high school. Feeling bad about herself because of the shit that she saw on Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and you know, algorithms about like somebody who signs in or signs up for an Instagram account, 13-year-old girl or whatever. This uh the uh the US government did this. Uh what's his name now? The congressman from whatever. He set up, or they set up, Congress set up a, an Instagram account um, posing as a 13-year-old girl interested in losing weight. And within a day, um, there were all of these targeted posts about how, you know, whatever, uh, fat is bad and body shaming and images of these anorexic girls as the ideal and all of that stuff. That, that shit is craven. It's the craven. Money, money, money. Zuckerberg has to be extradited to the moon. Enough with these fucking people running the world. Running I saw the world. a fucking. Oh my god. Oh, I'm, we're going to get back into the haps in a second. I yeah, saw a fucking us. article that's like Amazon and Facebook should have a seat at the UN. I'm like, no. Are you fucking dumb? Were you dropped on your head as a child? Were you fed paint chips? You fucking idiot. The worst thing that happened to the United States and anywhere else is that corporations are now people. They are not nations in any way, shape, or form. Just who the fuck? What kind of bootlicking shitbag motherfucker says that shit? Puts it into an opinion article that's read by millions of people. It was oh, like on I the fucking New York Times. No, wait. It was on Bloomberg. Oh, It was on Bloomberg. Me. I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You retweeted it. How about absolutely fucking not was the, was the quote tweet. Like, what are you fucking thinking? 
like who what kind of shitbag thing were you thinking i need a lot of cash i'm gonna make sure that i write this so i can get some cash it's like get another job you are hurting humanity you fucking yeah. weasel scumbag fuck jesus christ and well like that's exactly the same thing that facebook does right yeah. like um they they try to provoke and anger you well the whistleblower that's exactly came out what yesterday. this article was Oh, and that whistleblower came out yesterday saying that the algorithm is designed to feed people's feeds with stuff that will cause conflict in order to get more interaction, in order to get more ad revenue. Hello, Fox News. It's like. If if it's out in the open, fucking do something about it. No website is bigger than the fucking federal government it may be it may seem like that but until somebody actually fucking does something anyway maybe maybe when some republican's daughter is affected by it they they might fucking do something about it but not to no hope not to age myself as a dinosaur like but um i said it when the internet came out Whenever, whenever anybody would say, I'd say like, where did you hear this? They'd go to the internet. I'm like, why do like anybody can post anything to the internet? Read a newspaper. Newspapers are vetted for facts. Anything that isn't titled opinion is vetted for facts. Read a newspaper, open a book, watch your evening news, watch your local news, open your like. I saw it on the internet. Is is it like? And now it's. I saw it on Facebook. I saw it on Facebook. I saw this on Facebook, and I'm just like. Anybody that says anything from Facebook have to be smacked in the face. Like it's just there. That's your source for news. They are absolutely pillaging themselves. Yeah. They're fucking the pooch. <laughs> oh, anyway, Jeff Bezos okay. owns the Washington Post. That's true. Willette and Belpedio. Placed on waivers, but I think they cleared both those guys. Uh, that happened September 30th. I think yeah, otherwise we would have heard. Yeah, yeah. So we let, especially. Um, we got a new ah! Yes, we did. But before that, the Bell Center will be open full capacity for the regular season. I know. There it is. They've done it. Well, at least they're not Alberta. Yeah. But why did they change their minds? No idea. Zero idea. Probably because they were getting flacked by everyone else. Because what? It was the Habs and like... And Vancouver. And Vancouver. The only places that weren't open full capacity. And it's like, okay. I mean, yeah. when we're talking about COVID... Um, I was reading some articles over the weekend saying that the Delta variant is finally running out of people to kill. Because it's killed all the people it could kill, practically. In the southern states. Oh my and, god. You know, it has ran through all of the unvaccinated people and it's hitting a wall because it can't spread anymore. Except good for job, everybody. Except for kiddos. Yeah, so we gotta see what happens to kids now. For fuck's sake. Seven hundred thousand people died in the United States so far because of this. And thing. another one hundred thousand projected to have passed away from COVID in the United States by January one absolutely that would make it it is already the deadliest disease uh pandemic wise in the united states history deadlier than the 
than influenza back in 19 fucking 12. Now, of course, some, you know, you know, jerk off on the internet will say, well, because of the population of the United States, we have to factor in... It's like, fuck off, you stupid, sardonic shitbag. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Preventable. Yeah. Preventable, preventable, preventable. Donald Trump, Facebook, killed those people. Done. Yep. 100%. Anyway, the uh, Bell Center is back to 100%. Okay, 19 players last week were cut from camp. Uh, that included... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A whole bunch of people that I can't even recall. Alexis Gravel, Carl Neal. Oh, yeah, Cody Gol- uh, Golubev. He was the uh, tr- uh, professional tryout that we had. Terrence, oh, right, right, right. Terrence Amorosa, Kevin Waugh. A little surprising with Kevin Waugh. He had a pretty good... Uh, uh, rookie camp and um, was invited then to the big camp. Uh, Sean St. Amand, Jake Lucini, Brendan Gignan, uh, Justin Ducharme, Foley. Uh, Cedric, oh, Rizol, and uh, Peter Abadonado. Oh, and yeah, wait huh. a second. It's a contract with Kevin. Uh, Cam Hillis, Arson, Huhu, Arson, Kisa Mitinov, uh, Joel Teasdale, Louis Belpedio, Josh Joel Brooke. Teasdale, okay. Yep, yep. Josh Brooke and Xavier Wheelett were cut. So cleared waivers, yes. then cut. So there it is. And yeah. uh, they're going to the Laval Rocket training camp. Oh, yeah. All of those names. Laval Rocket's going to be a monster. Who's the coach? Oh, it's a new guy. Fucking, I made a TikTok about him. He um, coached with Ducharme. In the World Juniors in 2017 and 18, I think. Uh, okay. Can't recall his name right now. Don't have that up. Okay. I'll figure it out later. I th- The other day I was thinking, like, who's the coach? They haven't named a coach. Like, that's how short, like, my Oh, memory. no. They named him a ways back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. After the uh, preseason game against Ottawa, uh, Lucas Videmo, Alexander Forten, and uh, Jan Misak have been cut. So they're also a Laval bound. Yeah. They're going to go and take advantage of that, of that, um, AHL camp. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Some great news. Jonathan Drouin, despite, uh, being, uh, taken out of the game due to, you know, his, uh, his mental, his personal and mental troubles. He won the Jean Beliveau trophy for 2020, 2021. And what a time and what a year to win that. Uh, of course, that being the year with COVID being as awful as it was, he continued his uh, philanthropy. Philanthropy. His philanthropy. <laughs> philanthropy. We had a whole episode about that. We did have a whole episode about it. I still can't pronounce it. Philanthropic pursuits. So good for yeah. him. Uh, Madame Belleville, who herself was there to present it to him. And uh, that was a good time. Uh, the Druan Golf Tournament took place on August 31st, raised $810,000 to report uh, the CHUM and its research center. All sorts of stuff. Yeah, year- yearly donations. Yeah, this guy's all about it. This guy's all about it. Guy's all about it. Good for him. Yeah. Okay, we got some more cuts. Dan- uh, Danik Martell... And Kevin Poulin, there it is, cut from training camp. Right. Assigned to the Rocket <laughs> camp. There it is. Now, as you were saying before, the waiver claim, Samuel Montembeur, who apparently 
Montembo. Martembo, sure. Was on the uh, the Habs radar for some time. Uh, yeah. Guy was drafted uh, back in 2015 and Mark Bergevin wanted him. So now we got him. And he's getting slotted right into playing time. Yes. I think he's, I think he's getting ice time tomorrow against the Leafs. Yeah. He's getting to win, win, win a spot. Backing up Jake Allen. Guy's uh, 24 years old. Posted a eight four and one record with the uh, with the Syracuse Crunch last year, and then he played for the Panthers twenty five games nine eight and three. Who knows? We'll see what happens. I wonder how big the guy is. He looks tall. Let's see. Yeah, how big is he? I don't know. Don't know. Don't have that. Don't have that handy. Unfortunately. Anywhere? Nope. Huh? Not there. Then we had seven more players released from camp. Let's see who they were. Okay, four players. Going back to the Laval Rocket. Brandon Baddock, Laurent Dauphin, Jean-Sebastien D, and goaltender Michael McNiven. And that was the big thing. Okay, we just got a new goaltender. Uh, We kind of know where... Christ, what the hell is his name? Not McNiven, but um, who played against... Lindgren? No, he's gone. Oh, uh, Primo. Primo, yeah, yeah. So we know pre, we know promo, we know um, that I didn't know what McNiven's situation it was going to be. I have a feeling McNiven's going to be sent to Trois Rivières. Interesting. Possible, depending on Passable. what, um, depending on what the Montembeau situation is. But at the right. same time, so we're talking about price, right? Got some, you know, health details on price, and then they say, "Oh, we should get another goalie off of waivers." Yeah, really. Really, should we do that? So there it is. <sighs> Why not? It's waivers. Yep. It's just waivers. It's waivers. You know who else was on waivers? I think it was one of the Flurry brothers. Could have got Kale. one of those guys back. Uh, so those guys, Michael Montevideo. Wait a minute, was... what happened with Kale Flurry? Because he was put on waivers by the Kraken. I think he just stayed. Oh, okay. He didn't yeah. get. Yeah, I would have seen like... something. Yeah, which would have been yeah. nuts because if the Habs picked him up, it's like, wow. I guess we didn't have I know. to worry about the <laughs> fucking expansion draft at all. But what I, happened I, with I, Alex Galchenyuk? Because he had a tryout. Didn't hear anything with the Coyotes. That was a PTO. Yeah, wasn't it? I have to double check again. So uh, those four players were assigned to the camp. Yeah, I think it was. <clears throat> Wait, no, no, no. Four players assigned to the Rocket. This is weird. It's so odd. And then two more players were assigned to the Rocket. Jean-Christophe Boudin, uh, Toby, B- Toby Bisson, and Corey Schoenemann. Corey Schoenemann. Decent player. 38 players left at Habs camp as of October 2nd. And then we're getting into the contracts. Jake Evans, three years. Yay! Fantastic. $1.7 million a year. Just great deal. Uh, oh, just perfect, perfect cons- perfect contract for that kid. He loves being in Quebec. He loves playing for the Habs. Fantastic. Good for him. No brainer. No, no brainer. Brainer for that. A seventh round pick. 207th overall in 2014. Wonderful. Wonderful. It's like a Brendan Gallagher story. Guy's awesome. He's also, awesome. this was the surprise one for me. It was announced today. A three-year contract for Arbor. Yes. See. Hi, hi, Kak. Hi, Kak. 
High kick? I had kick. it. I had it. God damn it. And then I forgot it. Beth told us last week and we've already it. forgotten it's bad. Ah! Yeah. That was sick, Cash. No, that's Yuri. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. God. Remember Andrew Berkshire's favorite player? Or Connor, or no, Connor McKenna's favorite player. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. They also liked um, Semen. Yeah. He was hard. He was done wrong. Alexander Semen. Where is that tweet? <laughs> Connor McKenna had a little baby girl. That sent out. Oh, good for them. Where is that tweet that Michelle Lacroix sent out? Oh, shit, I missed it. Yeah, Arbor Jack Eye. There he is. Jack Eye? Yeah, he says Arbor Jack Eye. That's it. Jack Eye. Okay, that's it. That's the definitive. So, yeah. So yeah. he got a two way contract today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, league minimum, 750000 And uh, yeah, that surprised me. I was like, wow, I guess we need defensemen, new guys. But Arbor, you know, he was a guy that, um, geez, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he was released from camp and he's going to be loaned to the OHL where he's going to do more stuff in there and he was invited to the rookie camp before being invited to the main camp gets a contract with the Habs send him back to the OHL that's awesome yeah that's incredible good for him yeah get I already forgot how to pronounce his name hi Jack I Jack I I was like J-A-C-K E-Y-E yep Jack I exactly uh, Baddock D, Dauphin, and McNiven clear waivers. So they're definitely on the rocket. That was today. And Cole Caulfield is healthy. He Yay! injured himself uh, during the warmups uh, before one of the preseason games, and that must have been embarrassing. But yeah, now <laughs> he was uh, back on the ice. Aujourd'hui. So, Dancing with um, Ben Sherat. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it seems like uh, I don't even know what happened, but there it is. And it was uh, a there was a cute little clip of them doing a little dance. Oh, like not, not a dance, but not an actual that. dance. But they were like doing. I think they were probably imitating somebody. They were just pals, being boys, being friends, being guys. That's cool. Oh my god, I'm so glad we have Cole Caulfield. Oh yes, so Caulfield Suzuki, man. Oh man, so good. So, so good. good. And uh, that's it. I was talking to, I wasn't talking, but um, with Amanda Suzuki. Oh, yeah. And just sort of congratulating her over um, him wearing the A. He's got an A on his chest. That's true. He's we a gotta, young, he's 21. We got to take her out. For 22. Some, we got to take out, take her out for some drinks sometime. Yes. If she's ever in Montreal. Then yeah, 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 yeah. At some point. But Still it's just like to get in so there. impressive that he's he's so impressive. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I'm yeah. quite pleased with the trajectory of the team. <laughs> yeah, there was some there's there's even some personalities. I believe it's Sean Campbell from TSN 690 who thinks the team's better this year than last year. Yeah. And this is with the subtraction of Weber and Dano and Perry, and Corey and Perry. Stahl, you know, all the guys, all the, you know, big names to keep the group together. I really wonder about that dynamic. And when push comes to shove, what's going to happen in that regard? Well, of course, I think that, mm-hmm. all these kids now, they have a Stanley Cup final round under their belt. So exactly. 
not too many other teams can say I that. I think that that experience and that they gained under that leadership is invaluable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's something that, you know, and with like somebody like Brendan Gallagher, Carrie Price in the room, um, they've already seen what it takes to get there. So I'm not worried about that room at all. And it's been, um, I was thinking about that the other day, actually, when, um, when Mac Benjamin made that change in that locker room, um, in back in 2016, like he made a bold change without giving a shit about what anybody might think about it. <laughs> and he just, and it's, it seems to have paid off. Like it was an absolute culture shift. Like when you saw like back in the day, the, uh, Banquet Sayash, um, the, the shows about that, like you had little groups, you had little cliques, you had like, you know, these guys hung out with these people, these guys, these guys hung out with these people. And it wasn't a whole thing. And it kind of brought it back to me when I was watching that, um, all for nothing Mm -hmm. documentary on the weekend. It's like, you're not going to have that thing unless you really pay attention to what you're bringing in aside from talent and stats. And so I just wanted to kind of give kudos to Mac Bridgevang, who's been having kind of a hard time in the public and court of opinion of late, but um, that is going to really serve the young guys going forward. For that sure. Experience. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Some comments made after practice today. Uh, By Eric Engels? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs> pretty much looking at what Eric, uh, you know, pushed out there yeah. into uh, the Twitterverse since it was available. Uh, Sam Montambo said he thought he was being sent to the AHL when Mark Bergevin claimed him. Very excited to actually wear the crest for the preseason, but very excited to, uh, to back totally. up Jake Allen. So good yeah. for him. Dream come true. Uh, Joel Edmondson, in the curious oh, case yeah, of yeah, Joel yeah. Edmondson, still injured. Not entirely sure what his issue is. Kind of strange. Mike Hoffman will skate this week, apparently. Yeah. So we'll finally yeah. get to see what Mike Hoffman can bring to the equation. You know, of all things, despite all of the riffer-raffer, you know, what happened uh, back with uh, Carlson and the wife and all that stuff. Terrible situation, which has whatever. It's in the ether now. Yeah. Hoffman's a strong winger. Yeah. That's not somebody you want to ignore. I'm uh, interested. I'm really interested to see him play with this team. And then we have some comments on Robin Leonard. He had himself a weekend on Twitter today. Bringing up some incredible accusations from the league and teams and in the, uh, around the... Um, you know, around the situation with Jack Eichel. What are the Sabres doing with Jack Eichel? Let him have his surgery. Apparently he can't. Nope. Something's going on. Can't do that. So Robin Leonard had mentioned I don't know that. why you're doing this with a generational talent. Yeah, really? The guy, like, yeah, he was picked after McDavid. Number two. Right, wasn't he second overall? Was he first overall? Uh-oh. I thought it was a first overall. Uh oh, uh oh, I don't remember he was things. First overall, Uh-oh. wasn't he? Oh, I feel dumb. Oh no, now. because there's always comparisons to Connor McDavid. 
but where the fuck is he no yeah he was a first round draft pick how come i can't remember that was he first over he was first overall right no he was not he was, oh, he second, was second overall after, after Connor McDavid. I knew okay. it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I remember Bob McKenzie at the time saying, eh, Jack Eichel, Connor McDavid, first overall, same, same. Connor McDavid, man. Ooh, Connor, buddy. yeah. Connor is oh, less. Connor cow. McDavid is, he's more hockey robot. He's more Sidney Crosby mm-hmm. than Jack Eichel, who is fiery. And it's like very opinionated. If Eichel was in any other team but the Buffalo Sabres, yeah, my God, what kind of player would he be today? Yeah, what an absolute travesty. Yeah, that's where players go to. I so Robin Leonard um, mentions this, but he also mentions how uh, the league and doctors on down teams at the same time, um, you know, pretty much feed athletes painkillers. To the point that they're like addicted to them and make them play. At least from what I can understand, because it was a there was a lot, it was a free-ranging, you know, tweet storm that he put out there. Oh, yeah. Dominic Ducharme on Robin Leonard's accusations. I've never been in a situation to see. We have a very professional medical medical staff that's very by the book. I can't judge for elsewhere. I've never worked elsewhere. And I tend to believe that. Uh like th- I think the Montreal Canadiens are, are the best of the best, the medical staff. I kind of wonder if this is like a Canadian versus American team thing. United States mean? healthcare, Canadian healthcare. Right. It, or does the league have its own network that crosses the border and like it doesn't matter? I'm not entirely sure how that particularly works. But in but to Leonard's case, he mentions Buffalo. He mentions Philadelphia because of Alain Vignon, which apparently that's been refuted and kind of sillied. No, um, he himself said, oh, I didn't mean to say that. Right. Yeah. It's but, like, oof. Okay. Yeah. All right, Robin. Okay, Robin. All right, buddy. Yeah, I <laughs> got you there. Offline. Right, right. You got to. But it, it got everybody worked up and it got a lot of people going, yay, Robin Leonard, more Robin Leonard, less NHL. Um, so... The thing about that is verifying those claims. It'll probably never be public. Nope. No, because that's it'll, the it'll NHL. I mean, just so. look at the freaking Chicago Blackhawks and the uh, you know sexual yep. harassment case that they are nowhere near any sort of resolution. And that is sexual abuse, outright sexual abuse. Yeah, harassment, abuse, etc. Yes. Yep. Yep. Without a doubt. I think that's all the news. I can't think of sexual anything else. Assault. Yes. Um, what else? Uh, there's something I wanted to say. Uh, must not not have been important. I'm losing my voice. I've had a day. Mm. Fuck. That's why we had to start late, guys. Sorry. Wow. 2015 was a great draft year. It was a great year. It was the last good year. It's like a... um. It was the last good year in the world. It's kind of like... Uh... The 2005 draft a little bit because I'm looking at the the people here. We're talking about like McDavid, Eichel, Marner, Hannafin, Warinsky, Rantanen, Barzel, Shabbat, Bozer, Konechny, and a bunch of yeah. others. Oh, yeah. And then there's Noah Juleson. That was a good year. What's next year's draft going to be like? 
I have we're gonna zero be there. clue. We're going to be there, yo. Yeah, I have no idea. It's going to be probably a real, quote-unquote, real draft yeah. because uh, kids can actually I would say play so. hockey now. Yeah. Uh, for the most part. So, yeah, we'll have to figure that out. And we are definitely going. Have to. Oh, absolutely. 100%. I always feel so terrible for the families of the kids of that draft year where people are like, this is a terrible draft year. Like, I feel so terrible for the families that have a son or So bad for this paycheck. (laughs) Oh, I just feel so bad for them. (laughs) Like, how horrible must it be to hear that when your son's in that draft? Mm-hmm. True story. Anyway. True story. So all for nothing, you've got to watch it. And I actually only watched the last episode to start with, but- just because delicious, obviously. Um, but then I went back and watched the whole thing because it is, like you said last week, it is so much better to watch the whole buildup and how they're so fucking sure. Like Marner said, like, who was it Marner? Somebody said, you know, we're going on a long run. Like, ooh, dude. Damn, that sucks. No, you didn't. That's too bad. Anyway, I think, uh, what is it? (laughs) I think game 10 of the playoffs is tomorrow then, according to uh, Leafs Twitter. Playing the fucking Leafs again tomorrow. Game 10 or 11. I lost track. But uh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, because game seven, eight, nine, game ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of curious to see what the lineup will be because it's getting pretty close. Yeah, these are the last two yeah, preseason games are yeah. this week. And um, this is for all the patooties. Yeah, this is for everything. Yeah, getting everybody together. So tomorrow's know- game will tomorrow's game should be should should be um, interesting. Not as a, as a game game, but this is this is it. It's go time, go. Mm-hmm. It's go time, yo. Yep. Tomorrow is the Maple Leafs. Thursday night is uh, the Senators. Then it's a week off. Oh, no, not well, a little bit of a week off. Then next week, October 13th, Habs at Maple Leafs, game one of the regular season. And it's Canadian Canadian giving on the Monday, the 11th. Oh, it's Indigenous Peoples Day in the States. That's right. Good. Because fuck Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Shitbag. Another guy. Oh, also, for those that are attending the home opener next weekend, that is October the 16th, the Habs home opener, I'll be in attendance. Hit me up. David! You know how to get in touch with me. I didn't know that. What do you mean you didn't know that? I don't. Wait. Maybe you told me. I forgot. How do you not know this? At the home opener? Yeah, I'll be at the home opener against the Rangers. Jesus. Yeah. So jealous. Jesus, this is the first time we faced the Rangers and like fucking. At a home opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially at a home opener. That's pretty cool, though. Oh, six, you know. Yeah, yeah. Quebec, New York. And fucking. <laughs> That's awesome. That would be pretty fun. Cool. I don't even know who's on the Rangers anymore. They don't have Lundquist anymore. Panarin? So that's good. Panarin. All right, they got uh, they got Panera Bread. They got. um. Capo Caco. They got Capo-caco. um Oh Lafreniere as well. Let's we'll see oh, how he's right. doing. Who else is on the ranges? Uh Jesus. I have no goddamn clue. But it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Should be a good time. 
I was going to say Ryan Miller. I think that Ryan Miller was with the Rangers before he was with the Canucks. Hmm. I don't know. But anyway, I saw his wife on a TV show today and she is so fucking funny. Oh, good. She's so <laughs> funny. Noreen DeWolf. Oh, she is so good. <laughs> She's very good at her job. He's awesome. lucky. Yeah. Good for him. Good job, Ryan Miller. Yeah. Good job. I think we're coming up on our time. We're very close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I um, I caught up um, on all my uh, TV, watched Ted Lasso, watched the new The Problem with John Stewart, which is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the new one? Is there another one out? A second one? I don't think so. Oh, okay. It could be that wrong. was really good. You got to have Apple TV Plus, guys. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank God John Stewart is back. Oh, my I, God. I didn't know what to expect, but there it was. And then the new John Oliver from yesterday is really good, too. If you have used Teflon, you are contaminated with chemicals. Too bad. If you have what? If you use Teflon, the chemical that's used to make Teflon, you're definitely contaminated. 100%. Well, what about um, like if it's in my pans? Yep. My fry pans? Yep. What? 100%. That's the only thing that won't stick. Yeah, and it's, it's going to... Give people cancer and kill them. Oh, fuck sakes. Yep. Uh, uses a chemical called C8, and uh, it doesn't, uh, it has a half-life of about 1,000 or 2,000 years, so it doesn't go away. Um, and it's in a lot of places drinking water. So if you live near a DuPont plant, uh, consider moving. My God. Yeah. How am Thank I supposed to make an egg over easy? Like, it's just, that's the only thing that, like, I, I have cast iron pans and I have Teflon. The Teflon pans are exclusively for eggs. Mm -hmm. You know, people always make fun of me for not cooking. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> I think I'm winning this battle. Yeah. But no, so. Well, you don't know what that shit, what shit's in that McDonald's stuff that you eat all day and taco time. I mean. Or Taco here. Bell or whatever. I went, I got my physical done last week and all that. My doctor said I was a perfect specimen. I was like, thank you, doc. <laughs> it's very nice of you to say, Mr. It reminds me of all those years that I smoked and I'd go and get my physical and my doctor would say like, You're, why are you so healthy? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> now, of course, he didn't have my blood results, but I like, I got my blood stuff done on Saturday. Attended the women's march, people. Pay yes. attention. God damn it. And um, I got my results that day online. I was like, oh, my God. We finally turned a curb. Yeah. Now look at everything I have. Figured shit out. Yeah. And? It looked fine. My cholesterol is fine, which is absolutely bonkers to me. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. makes no goddamn sense. You're not going to get away with that for much longer, David. I don't know. Feeling all right. <laughs> I eat like once a day. Today I had some ramen. <laughs> I had some spicy chicken ramen. After I'm done here, I'm oh, probably, it sounds good. I'm probably gonna get Taco Bell tonight though, because I'm I have a craving. Yeah, I'm, for I've that got a steak in the fridge dew. that's just itching. It's got like just I can't wait. So okay, I think that's it then. Okay. Good job, everybody. I'm proud of everyone's work tonight. Thank you, <laughs> listeners, for joining. We covered in. a lot. We covered a lot. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe, and uh, good. Bye. Bye. Thank Bye. you for joining. Bye. Bye. Bye.